This is Joy. And this is Claire. And this is a podcast about soggy bottoms and good bakes. On your mark. Get set. Bake. Bake. (laughs) We're never going to get it together. (laughs) Welcome back. It's Cake Week. Welcome back. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. This podcast brings together my two favorite hobbies, which are podcasting and well, my three favorite hobbies, which are podcasting and baking and talking. I mean, it really is a lifeline. I feel like it, it's been a lifeline. It was a yes. lifeline in 2020. It's a lifeline right now. It really, really is. And so right now I'm in Philadelphia. Okay. So if you guys don't know who we are, <laughs> I'm Claire Cook and this is Joy Parrish. And this is one of our many podcasts. We also have a podcast called Girls Gone Wad Podcast, which focuses on health and fitness. And then we have another podcast called This is Joy and Claire, which is pretty much just where we just talk about whatever we want. And this podcast, obviously, is where we talk about each week's episode of The Great British Baking Show, as it's known in America, and where we recap what happened that week, predict what's going to happen, and just pretty much talk about and nerd out about the Great British Baking Show. Yeah, nerd out about the show. What's the first thing you noticed for this episode? Okay, here are my notes. I know. (laughs) Duck, squirrel, duck, rabbit, W2F. (laughs) So many small animals. I feel like they put that in just for us. I had like a moment where I was like, they listened to our show. It's like, we're back. And they really listened to how much we needed those small farm animals. And then the WTF was like, now all of a sudden we are in like a Billy Ray Cyrus moment. Yeah, that was an odd twist. That was not what I was expecting. And I wonder what what the Brits think of Billy Ray Cyrus, because that's like an odd American nod where I'm like, do they really love that song? Right. What is it about Billy Ray Cyrus? I mean, everyone was dressed up as Billy Ray Cyrus in like a Billy Ray Cyrus band singing a song about the bake-off. You know, they like made up the lyrics to go to the music. You know, I just, I felt like, I just have to spend a moment on this. I felt like the cast really enjoyed it, but I feel like Paul Hollywood really took a moment to use his steely blue eyes to like nail the lead singer role. Yes, he was very into it. When at the end, they were all doing the electric slide and they were all sort of like fumbling. I was like, didn't they do the electric slide in elementary school PE? So... If you're from the UK, please let us know. Are is line dancing part of your PE curriculum? Because in the United States, it is. It is part of the curriculum. <laughs> um, okay, so we go into the tent. My next note is Noel's sideburns are very intense this season. Noel's really stepping it up a notch, but I also feel like back to the opener, he really took a moment to show off his guitar playing skills. I feel like he is a musician. I I feel like I remembered this, that he is actually a musician, like IRL. And so I always oh, an actor. Noel, yeah, he's, yeah a, he's an actor. He's a comedian. No, he is a musician too. He's an actor, artist, comedian, musician. So I I feel like he really took this moment to be like, I actually know how to play the guitar. And he was really playing it up. I appreciated that. So here's the top Google thing right now. Was Noel Fielding in a pop group? He was in a band with Kasab... I'm going to mess this up. Kasabian? Kasabian? Is that a band? Sergio Pizzorno. Mm -hmm. You're just making all the people from the UK mad. I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't know what any of these words mean. (laughs) <laughs> he was in his own band with Sergio Pizzorno. So five surprising facts you might not know. One of them is that he was, in fact, in a band. Lovely. 
Okay. So we go into the tent. This episode is going to be hard to recap because there's so much going on. There's so many people. We don't know them really yet. So you, like, we really have to pay attention to what's going on. Yeah. It always ends up the first episode is kind of like, it's a lot of people and a lot of things. So we're going to gloss over and just yeah. generally talk. Can you start out if you weren't already going to do this and do a quick recap of what each bake is for each episode, like the signature of the tech. Okay, yes. great. Mm-hmm. Just in like the opening little glimpses, my first note, as always, is about Prue's outfit, which I love her pink glasses. I would totally wear those pink glasses. My next note is, OMG, Maggie. They like do a little cutaway from her and I just immediately love her. Immediately love Maggie. Agree. The uh, first challenge, the... Um, signature challenge are mini rolls. And so basically what these are is imagine if you're in the US, like a like a little Debbie roll. Like it's like a little, it's a mini roll. <laughs> what it sounds like. It's a miniature version of a Swiss roll. So you have like a thin layer of sponge cake and then you put a filling on top of it. So imagine like a flat rectangle that now has a layer of frosting or filling or whatever on top. And then you roll it tightly. So there's a little swirl and then you cut it into pieces. So these little logs and then you coat them or top them with something. Everyone is doing a lot. And in fact, three of the bakers are making a black forest motif. Jurgen, who my first note about him is that he has a pet rabbit named Humphrey. Oh my gosh, Jurgen. I love Jurgen so much. And he plays the trombone he plays with the his trombone. family. He serenades his yes. neighborhood with his family. I, I don't think I could express love more for someone on this show. Wonderful. And then Tom is also doing a Black Forest. He owns a model railway business. But then when they show the cutting, like he's getting his, his mini rolls ready, they are a disaster. Like, what is he doing? And then Amanda, also another Black Forest with a coffee twist. Whose did you, I don't want to go through every single one. I just wanted to note the abundance of Black Forest motif. Whose did you really note? I really noted Christelle's because whenever you have someone who's coming in with Nana, like Nana's recipes, you know that it's going to be good. And I was like, all right, I feel like this is going to be good. They questioned her at first around the spices and the combination of the flavors. But I'm like, I feel like this is going to be good. I noted Maggie's because her, she's going flourless. She's doing like a meringue base. They mentioned she's a retired midwife, which makes me love her even more. And then I also noted Freya because she's a vegan and she's using aquafaba, which if you guys don't know what aquafaba is, they didn't really explain it. Mm-hmm. Basically, aquafaba is like when you have a can of chickpeas, the liquid that's left over after you pour out the chickpeas, you can whip it up and it creates a similar texture to an egg white, to a whipped egg white. Yeah. And I, I feel know. like there's have they I had feel a like vegan on the like, show? No, but either I do feel like there's always one person at the beginning who's like, I only bake healthy things, even though I know vegan doesn't necessarily mean healthy. But I'm just curious, like, is she gonna be able to stick to vegan bakes the whole time? Is she even gonna try to do that? Or is this right. gonna be like, is she gonna kind of drop it as like go? the alternative ingredients that right. leave the judges going, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if this is gonna work. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. The other person I met, I, I not met, the other person I wrote a note about, the other person I met is Lizzie, who just from the get-go is a sloppy mess. Her first comment about herself is she's clearly just a slow person. And I'm like, oh no. I, she's the one with the orange pigtails, right? Yeah. Yeah. And she dressed like no. Yes. She's like mm-hmm. the, the like 
yang, the yin to Yo's, Noel's yang. Yes. Their outfits are. Okay, actually, I have even more notes. Chiggs has only been baking for a year. So basically, this is just a quarantine hobby that he picked up, and now he's going to be a celebrity. Which is so great. I was mm-hmm. like, you go, Chiggs. It's like, yeah, eight, six months. Yeah. Right. And then also Giuseppe. He's so Italian. He's so Oh, Italian. Giuseppe with that name and he his accent. He's mm-hmm. so Italian, and I can't wait for more of him. There are some total botches. Definitely George botches it. George made a chocolate hazelnut. His were too hot. Bad timing. He rushed it. It collapsed. It was a total mess. And same with Lizzie. She was trying to make a draft. It, we knew it was going to be a mess in the beginning. She was doing a tahini caramel filling. And hers also, she got it in the oven too late. And when she tried to fill it, the filling melted and it just melted out everywhere. Totally yeah. botched. Like the signature really is about timing. Mm-hmm. It's about... Can they get these ingredients? Because they pick their own flavoring. So it's kind of, it's kind of like, can they put their signature touch on something that is not new, but it's also really timing and flavors and kind of like a right out of the gate, can you hang with us? Yeah, I always like that this is in, it's, this is not a surprise. I feel like they do this almost, I think, don't they start with this every freaking cake week? It's like, yeah, it always goes. Like, yeah, it always goes in this order. Yeah. And but they have like the rolling. And if you don't yes. have the right texture, then it's going to burst and it's going to crumble. And so this is something that I feel like is a good way to start to separate the lions from the cubs. <laughs> the wheat from the chaff. Yeah, it is always like the role is a great litmus test. Like, can you get your timing right? Can you get your, you know, your texture right? I also feel like the signature as a whole is about who can demonstrate, who can like hit the mark without going overboard. Because the signature is often where you see people try to take on way too much and the showstopper. But the signature is like, listen, this isn't supposed to be the showstopper. You don't have to have 10 different elements going on here. You need to just focus on really nailing whatever the brief is. So I feel like, who did you think did the best and did the worst? I think Lizzie did the worst because hers just kind of melted everywhere. Well, George, but Lizzie. Mm -hmm. I really liked Christelle's. She, hers just looked beautiful. And I like that they're uniform because I know that's a huge piece with the judges. Uh, And they did like the flavors. Yeah, hers were great. The coconut. She missed the roll. You know, she didn't have like the roll. But I feel like with everything else that she nailed right out of the gate, this was a good one. And she, the coconut, like that she rolled it in was really cute. You're right. They didn't have much of a swirl, but they liked them. They were delicious. She did well. I had, I feel like Giuseppe and Jurgen, I felt like really did the best. Giuseppe's, Giuseppe's, the swirl was so good. They looked so neat. Prue said it was a perfect swirl. I thought he was about to get a handshake. Yeah. I thought he was about to get a handshake. I loved when they had Jurgen taste his own Yes, I've never seen them do that before. And I was really, I didn't know where Paul was going with it. I was like, oh no, is he going to make him taste it and be like, that's disgusting. Right. Oh my God, I used salt. But Jurgen was like, hey, I know what I'm doing. I, you know, I grew up here and I know what this is supposed to taste like. This is my home. And he nailed it perfectly. He was like, it's supposed to have this flavor and it's not too much of this. And it's exactly that. He's like, I would buy it. And Paul's like, you're exactly right. Yeah. And he did great. And he is just like, he seems so cute and soft-spoken and I just really like him a lot. Going into the technical, as we know, 
the technical challenge. They are all given the exact same ingredients and the exact same instructions, but they don't know ahead of time what it's going to be. So they announce at the beginning, okay, here's what it is. And everyone kind of pulls this tablecloth off their ingredients and they all go to town. But the instructions are typically pretty pared down. Like a lot of times they won't exactly say, you know, it'll say like make a sponge cake, but it won't tell you how, or it'll say, you know, make butter. And it just doesn't tell you how to do it. You just have to know how to do it. Or a lot of times it won't tell you like what temperature the oven should be or how hot it should be. So it's really relying and testing their instincts on how to, and their experience on how to do different things. So this one is a malt. A malt loaf. Malt loaf. That's right. I was like, I couldn't Mm -hmm. find the word loaf. (laughs) A malt loaf, which it's a tea loaf. So if you live in the US and you're like, we don't really call them tea loaves. Think like banana bread, zucchini bread, pumpkin bread, the type of loaf that you make in a bread pan, in a bread tin. That's basically what a tea loaf is. And so I don't know, when I'm watching this and I'm watching them make it, I'm thinking this is not that hard. Like this is kind of a softball. You should be able, I think the the challenge, which I think everyone kind of nailed was to not under bake it because those types of loaves do take a long time to bake. Yeah. And so I think the challenge was around timing because it's hard. And also like it's a dark the ingredients are dark. And so I think they were, you know, trying to check their instinct on is, is it going to be overbaked or underbaked? Right. The over underbake is what Prue kind of pointed out when she was describing this bake and also talking about the ingredients that it's, it's very simple. So if they over, if they make things complex, it could ruin the texture and then you could overbake it or you could underbake it. Mm-hmm. And what was it about the fruit? I think if like the fruit's not all the same size, then it could right. sink to the bottom. Or if you don't mix it correctly, it could all sink to the bottom. So getting that texture right, but also not over underbaking and because it's dark, you can't really tell. So this really does rely a lot on technique, which is why it's called the technical. Mm-hmm. Um, My favorite comment came from Giuseppe. He said, I haven't got a finger screw, which meant like he doesn't know what he's doing. And I just have never heard that before. And I love those little things. I do too. So the other thing that they had, I felt like in total, this didn't seem like a very hard bake, but they also asked them to make their own butter and without any instructions, which all you have to do for that, you have heavy cream, you whisk it until it turns into whipped cream. And then you keep whisking it past the point of whipped cream and the fat solids will separate from the liquid and you'll be left with butter. So if you didn't know how to make butter, now you do. And you can sometimes add a little bit of salt um, and then you just sort of strain it with some cheesecloth and everyone figure that out. And then they also were supposed to like do some caramelized orange peel topping and everyone did pretty well with that. So for those of you who are new to our podcast, every week, I will bake the technical from the previous week. So next week, I will review in the upcoming week, I will bake this. And then next week, I'll talk about kind of what it was like to bake it. And we won't go very too much more into the the details of this one because I'll give a little bit more of a review next week after mm-hmm. I have had some personal experience. But by this point, though, who are you feeling? Who are you feeling right. as far as like who's doing well and who's going to win this technical? You know, I feel like nobody totally botched it. You know, there are some technicals where things where there is a clear distinction between the people who do well and the people who do terribly. And this one was like, yeah, they all look fine. Like nobody really, nobody was like, oh my God, I've never made butter before. And, you know, just gave them a cup of cream or nobody really burnt the crap out of their oranges or whatever. So I was feeling pretty open to to who was going to do well. Yeah. I was Um, the same way with the technical. I did. I do have to make a note about Christelle's gloves because it is inevitable that someone chops a finger off and I was like she's prepared she is not gonna let her nerves 
chop off her hands. And I thought that was a really good move, Christelle. Yes, she is thinking ahead. So ultimately, Amanda comes in last. She her dough or her batter was not mixed enough, and she had some little pockets of flour in there, which that is a, a consideration with these types of recipes. You want to do sort of the correct amount of mixing. If you overmix it, it can leave it too tough. If you undermix it, you end up with little pockets of flour in there. And then Chiggs is in second from the bottom. His is underbaked. And Giuseppe actually is third from the bottom, and he, he has clumpy fruit. George oh, comes in third. Fruit. I know. Dang it. Clumpy fruit. <laughs> George comes in third. Freya comes in second, which she was really psyched on. And then our favorite lady, Maggie, wins. And then she cries, cries. And I love her. She is just the best. Can you imagine if she was your midwife? Like, I, I would just want to take her home. I'd be like, can you, yes. you live with me now? You live with me now. Yeah, she's Here's so the cute. thing about midwives. So as I've had, I have two kids. I've had, used, had midwives for both of my pregnancies. And there are some women out there who, when you meet them, you're like, yes, you are a midwife. And if you asked me to show you my cervix, I would say yes. Without hesitation. Without like, hesitation. Maggie. I'd be like, yes, Maggie. And like, she just, yeah. Like, I just love her. She's okay. so cute. And then her and Prue have this, like, there's a running joke because they look exactly alike. So like yes. the entire crew and cast are like, you know, pretending like they're one another, which Prue is a little bit annoyed with already. And she's like, I think that you guys need to stop this right now. But it's adorable. They're both adorable. And I also appreciate that Prue has not lost her love for boozy things. Not at all. Prue loves booze. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so going into the showstopper, I felt like Amanda was definitely at the bottom because at this point, she's lost the technical and her roles were her roles weren't great. Not great. She's not looking super confident. Yeah. The yeah. other one that's kind of like on the fringe where I'm kind of like, how's she going to do is Rachika. Yes, I agree. She is just like my prediction for Rachika is that she's going to just be somebody who doesn't ever necessarily go home because that like of a huge mistake, not like a huge but eventually bomb. everyone else is just going to, surpass her in skill and you know like eventually the line the tide will just rise enough to get to her right that's my that's my uh prediction for her i agree Um, i agree and then i feel like maggie's at the top going into the showstopper i am with you i think maggie is a shining star and i'm also thinking that christelle is right up there with her and freya actually no i correct that i would say mag at this point i'm thinking like maggie freya and Jurgen are really mm-hmm. the rising stars so far. Yes. So the showstopper is an anti-gravity illusion cake. And basically, they need to bake a cake that when you look at it, the judges think, oh, my gosh, how is that standing up? But most of the contestants are using structures. They all are, which I feel like is a cop out. They've definitely had challenges in the past where they've been similar to this, where they haven't had to use or haven't been allowed to use supporting structures. And maybe it's just because they didn't, you know, they felt like that was a bit too big of a challenge for this early on. I don't know. But I feel like the fact that all of them have like, basically, it's like, could you bring a stand from home and then make a cake around it? That's more of the challenge, which is annoying to me. Yeah, that's a little annoying. Mm-hmm. Going through kind of the judging order. First of all, in this, <laughs> as they're going through, there's so much dramatic music. Like every turn is like you think something's going to fall off. I know. Yeah. And they probably do that on purpose. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's like 
so much drama in doing a gravity defying cake that things are inevitably inevitably gonna fall and they also tease it in like the preview they do a teaser right where they're like oh my biggest fear is walking towards the judges with my cake and it just falls over and then you hear you you literally hear a cake fall to the floor and everyone's like so you know something's going down you just don't know what so the suspense is building the suspense is really building all right so let's kind of go through a little bit of each one we will give each person their due regard as we go through so they start out judging chigs he has made a gravity-defying jug that looks like it's supposed to be like pouring chocolate into a bowl. And the jug or cup, I think, is made out of basically like a little sponge cake. And then it's pouring. It's like on a dowel and the dowel is wrapped in like this kind of chocolate dough to look like it's pouring it into a jug. Right as he sets it on the judging table, the cup breaks and falls Just off. Just falls right over. It's like, ah, oh, you got so far. But, you know, the cake is delicious. It has a good texture. I think it's okay. I think they're not going to dock him too much because it was attached and it looked good. But then when he tried to walk it across the room, it fell apart. The next up is George. George has made a Greek table with a backgammon board with like a suspended coffee cup, which I think is really cute. It's like an homage to old Greek men playing backgammon in the park. It's not very neat, but the flavors are good. They say there's not enough finesse, but you know, this is not something that's going to get you out in the first week. Next up, we have Maggie, which hers is so cute. And I have to say, and I know you know I'm going to bring this up. She made an ice cream cone with like (laughs) sprinkles. (laughs) (laughs) It's like sprinkles pouring into it. And she asks Matt, she's like, what's your favorite ice cream? And he's like, mint chocolate chip. And she's like, no. She's like, ew, why would you want to eat toothpaste? I'm like, Claire is going to love her even more. You guys. Yeah. I hate it. So I cannot. <laughs> why? Chocolate mint? Like, if I wanted to taste chocolate mint, I would just brush my teeth and then eat some chocolate. Yeah. I This is the hill I will die on. Yeah, I, I, I support flavor. this hill. And I know that there's a lot of people yeah. that... I have sure, very strong feelings about this. And yeah. when Maggie said that, I was like, I knew it. I knew we were soulmates, Maggie. I was just was so happy. So hers comes out pretty good. They say it's like a good texture and you could use a little bit more flavor. She definitely does fine, but she doesn't really nail it. And um, then we have Jerzenzo, Jerzeno, Jerzino. I'm sorry. I forgot how to pronounce his name already. And he has made a, sus- okay, he tried to make a suspended paint can without a stand. His was the only oh. one that really got botched. And basically what happened was he was trying, his was the only one where he was not going to use a structure. And he tried to make like a giant Swiss roll, basically, that was supposed to kind of support everything. But his icing or his buttercream frosting wasn't thick enough. And so it instead just, of it rolling, it just sort oh, of like was sliced. Yeah, it was so sad to watch. So he had to abandon his plans. But to his credit, he still presented something. And the judges always have said in past seasons, like, listen, if nothing goes to plan, still just bring something up and let us judge what you do have. You know, don't throw a fit right, and just put it in the they can still can. taste it. You know, right. maybe it looks like crap, but maybe you nail the flavors and you just never know. No, someone yeah. whose cake looks good, Prue always says, but it has to taste good. <laughs> yes, exactly. So like you, I think, of mush that tasted really good and you could still win out over somebody who's looked amazing but tasted like cardboard. And his does have great flavor. And I so I actually think he's okay. Next up is Amanda. She has to save herself. And they pretty much straight up told her that as they were walking around the room. Yeah, they're like, you're on thin ice, girl. And 
what she's made is like a crashing wave with some dolphins coming out of it. So her concept I thought was amazing and it's beautiful, but it is overbaked. They think her elderflower liqueur is too much. Her wave doesn't really impress Paul. He's like, it's not like gravity defying enough. And so at this point, I don't think she's done enough. I'm like, I think Amanda's going home. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I'm like, that wave actually looks really cool, but Paul is not impressed. Mm-hmm. And then we come to find that the like cutaway of the cake falling is her cake, but it doesn't happen until after she gets it back to the bench. So it's sort of yeah. actually been, ends up being romantic. It's kind of a, yeah, it was kind of a false yeah. suspense because it she gets the cake look. back to her desk, back to her table, and then it falls. So mm-hmm. she'd already presented it, but you know, everybody still kind of freaks out, which of course it it is a little jarring because you're like, whose cake was that? Mm -hmm. Next up is Lizzie. She made a cake, like a peaches and cream. It's supposed to look like a jug pouring cream into a cake tin. She even says like her structure is a nightmare. Her dad made it out of super glue and it's terrible. She says, I'm horrendous at doing fish finishes. I'm like, how did you even get here? How did you? Part of me is like when they cast people, I wonder mm-hmm. if they're really also looking for just such great personalities and great bakers, but you have to be a good baker. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a fine line because I'm like, Lizzie has one heck of a personality on her. She's mm-hmm. hilarious. She's joking around with Noel. She's just got like a lovely personality. And I kind of wonder, I'm like, do they just kind of have a mix of people? I don't know, because you can't just get by easily on the show. Yeah, I don't know. But hers ends up being too simple. It's messy. The flavors are nice, but I'm like, she is not going to last very long unless she shows up next week with things considerably more dialed in. Freya is next. She has made a flower pot, like a flower sort of suspended flower pot, which for some reason they call a flower potty, which I don't know if they call this in other in like the UK apparently not that in the US potty means toilet. Well, and when I saw I got to be honest, when I first saw Freya's cake, I was I was like that looks kind of messy. They loved it. <laughs> I was like, "Hmm, they're like these flowers are beautiful." And part of me was like, "It just doesn't look clean. It looked kind of messy to me." I agree. I think they loved the flowers. It's boozy, which they both loved. And she actually it was vegan, which they were really impressed by. Then we have Crystal comes up next, Crystal, and she hers is amazing. She has done this flower bouquet that imagine like a, a cone oh standing on its tip and the flowers are beautiful. It's so detailed. It's super clean. It is like on a completely different level than a lot of these other cakes. Is it really Crystal? And I've been saying Crystal this whole time. It's spelled like Crystal, but I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Crystal. Okay. Sorry, Crystal. We'll find out in weeks to come. <laughs> I just wanted to say Christelle because it's, Christ- yeah, okay. Yeah. But re- regardless, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful cake. It is a beautiful cake. She made a cinnamon sponge, which sounds so good. It's delicious. It's wonderful. She just completely nails it. So good job, Crystal. Yeah. When Prue and Paul take a bite of that cake, they are just in heaven. They were like, everything that you just said that you made, I tasted and it's not too much and it's perfect. And that was almost handshake worthy, I would say, based on the reactions. Okay, but remember, they don't give handshakes during the no, showstoppers. No, not during showstoppers, but I'm just saying, you just I never know. know. It's true. Um, next is Rashika. She, her, so she was making a giant apple tree. She got off to a bad start. Her apple-shaped cake, so it was like a tree with an apple cake hanging off of it. The apple cake split as she was starting to make it, so she kind of... We got off to a bad start, but kind of saved it. it. Um, But they did say, you know, 
they would liked a little bit more detail. She does fine overall. Yeah, I mean, for it kind of bursting, it, it just looked okay. It was a little like, it kind of just reminded me of like, mm, this sounds mean, but like a sad Christmas tree with like one ornament hanging. It was, it was just totally <laughs> a Charlie Brown Christmas tree. It was. I just didn't think it was like, <laughs> I was like, this just kind of looks like a sad Christmas tree, not like a cute apple hanging from a tree. But you know, what are you gonna she do? tried. What are you going to do? And then we have Tom, which Tom has completely misunderstood the brief. He is poor. <laughs> he's just making a, a trip like a three-tier cake. Oh, Tom. Poor Tom. And so he was doing it like a concert hall theme, which so okay, let's get this straight. This guy owns a model train company and mm-hmm. he's very into classical music. Like he and and baking. Like he has got his his things. He's got some very specific hobbies they're like you know this needs to look like it's defying gravity and he was like oh right okay i'll see what i can do and they're like uh <laughs> like you're already your stuff is already made yeah like so, nice try right they don't like they don't like it they're like it's not gravity defying at all this is just a tear cake like it's not that good so he does it's underwhelming to say the least and then we have giuseppe he has made a jack and the beanstalk cake and as they're explaining the cake He's like, yeah, I read the story to my kids and I was practicing it. And my son was like, oh my gosh, this is good enough for Bake Off. And we find out his kids don't know he's on the show. Which is so hilarious. So hilarious. He just wants to like turn on the TV at his house this week and be like, look, guys, it's so, dad. Where do they think dad went? <laughs> right? Who knows? It's amazing. And so I am like really hoping that this is something that continues to be addressed throughout the weeks. Cause like if his kids just found out this week that he was on Bake Off, it's going to be fantastic. Oh my God. And I can't wait to see their faces. It's mm-hmm. so great. What a cool dad. Right. So his looks amazing. It's like a beanstalk with a cloud castle on top. The sponge is dry, but it's a good flavor. Prue basically says like, listen, if you'd done a little more filling, I wouldn't have even noticed. It was so close. Last we have Jurgen, who is every time, every series, I feel like they have an engineer or an architect. And I think, you know, that's Jurgen. His stands were so meticulous and thought out. Like there was all this like screw threading that had to happen. He has made a desk lamp looking at a book and it looks so good. And his flavors are amazing. He uses rose, which is a gamble. He completely nails it. Yeah, always a gamble. And Prue was like, that is the perfect amount of rose. And he totally, know, totally nails it. We know three things about Prue. She loves booze. Loves booze. She doesn't love rose. And she doesn't love matcha. Right. Doesn't love matcha. So don't use matcha either. But like anytime. Chai. Does she like chai? I feel like I'm making that up. Maybe it is matcha. She does like chai. It's matcha. Does she? Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. And anytime that they, that anyone uses like an artificial flavor extract, they are like, did you use an extract? Why would you do that? Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. This goes well. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. Have you not watched like at this point, there's like 12 (laughs) seasons. You need to know. You really need to do your research. Like Peter. Last season, Peter knew everything. He had been a fan of the British Bake Off for, you know, since he was a toddler. (laughs) And he had watched the show for so long that he had everything down. Oh, Peter. I miss Peter. Peter. Okay, so going into the final judging, who do you think is going to win? At this point, I am really thinking Maggie or Jurgen. They are the standouts. Okay, Mm -hmm. for me, I thought it was going to be Crystal or Freya. Okay, wow. Because 
I felt like between all three of the challenges, they consistently did really well. Where like Maggie, I thought did great, but her showstopper was sort of middle of the pack. And Jurgen, you know, he was kind of very middle of the pack for the technical. So I was, you know, my 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 bets were on Crystal or Freya. Who did you think was going to go home? I think I thought for sure Amanda was going home. I was thinking Amanda. So originally I wrote the notes Amanda or Lizzie because I was like they maybe they can just spot Lizzie from a mile away and realize that like right. she's going to be a hot mess. <laughs> but then as they were you know showing everyone sitting in the room, they panned over to Tom and I deleted Lizzie and wrote Tom because <laughs> <laughs> you know this foreshadowing of the yeah. I was like Amanda or Tom, but no, not even foreshadowing. I just remember I saw him and was like, oh yeah, Tom. Oh, the yeah, fact yeah, that yeah. I like completely forgot about we him forgot. already. <laughs> Was a sign. A sign. Yeah. So the star baker is Jurgen, actually, which was a complete surprise to me. Mm-hmm. And Tom goes home. Tom goes home. Wow, wow. But he was a very gracious loser. He was like, he was like fair an enough. Gracious loser. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. I did my best. I did what I could. See you later. He was a little too chatty on his way out. But mm-hmm. he, he left grace, graciously, but an awkward gracious. Yeah. <laughs> awkward gracious. I mean, he is an awkward guy. Uh, um, and Jurgen yeah. and his sweet eyebrows and great trombone playing took yes. Starbaker. Took Starbaker. Okay. So this is my favorite question. And we will revisit this every week, but this is really the one that counts. Who do you think is going to win the entire series? The entire series? Man. Oh, God. Okay, I'm going to go with gut instinct of Jurgen. Okay. I'm struggling. I will just be honest. I'm struggling between Maggie, Crystal, and Jurgen. But I'm going to go Jurgen. Yeah, okay. So if you had to pick, you think the final will be Maggie, Crystal, Jurgen? Yes. Okay. I think the final... So here's my thing about Maggie. I love her. Mm-hmm. And who knows? Because she's got that like midwife Neil's uh sorry, nerves of steel. I started to say nerves and then I kind of steel. Girl. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> she has the midwife nerves of steel. And so maybe that just hasn't come through yet. But to me, I feel like we're gonna get to a point where she has a challenge that she doesn't know how to do, and she's gonna be like, Oh, you know, like, you know, there's that there is the um, definite personality that we see that ends up going home late in the game, but going home nonetheless. Yeah. Where they kind of are like, you know what? I'm just here to have a good time. Like, I'm not going to get stressed out about this. And it's like, no, at some point you have to get stressed out. That's that's fair. That's fair. Because we've so, seen that happen before. We yes. absolutely have seen that happen before. Like last season with Ermine, where she yep. was killing it. And then all of a sudden she just kind of like got too loopy. And it was totally. like, you're, yeah. Yeah. We were like, so, oh, she's struggling. She's struggling. Yeah. And so I really want, I think I want Maggie to be in the final because I love her, but I don't think she's going to get all the way there. I think the final, just calling it as I see it now, will be Giuseppe, Crystal, and then either Jurgen or Freya. Because I think Freya has that like very big potential to be the up and comer who just improves and improves right. every week. She kind of reminds me of Lottie from last season. Oh, really? I yeah. think she reminds me of, um, she reminds me of like maybe Peter a little bit or like from earlier seasons where you had people who like maybe Flora who were so 
kind of came out of the gate, like pretty hot, but not like, oh my gosh, they're really just amazing, but we're so steady and just kind of, I can see her. Like the consistency. Yeah, I can see her rising yeah, to the challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But and that makes sense. going to win. Oh man. I think if I have to call it now, I think I'm going to say Crystal. Okay. We'll see. She just seems like her attention to detail and her neatness and her flavors are really there. Yep. Yep. And she also seems very like non to, you know, she was not, not flapped, unflappable. She was not flappable. Yes. She was not flapped. Yeah. All right, guys. Okay. Well, Wonderful. welcome back. We're so excited to be doing this podcast again. Please, Yay. the best way you can subscribe or not, the best way you can support this podcast is to share us with a friend who also loves baking. Please feel free to write us your comments about the week. Tell us who you think is going to win. You can send your emails to thisisjoyandclaire at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out our other podcasts, Girls Got Wild podcast, and this is Joy and Claire. And we will talk to you next week for episode two. On your marks. Get set. <laughs> Bake. 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 <laughs> <laughs> We're never going to get it together. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>